amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.
Oh, 
What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Monifa, and you are listening to Brunch in the Basement with Javon. Yeah. Feels I can tell if it's meant to be I can tell without 
Would you raise your voice? Do you act brand new in front of your boss? Did you finish school or did you drop out? Have you opened up a bank account? And if I hang out at the end of the week, do I detect a jealous streak? Do you go for self or you aim to please? Cause I can tell from what I see. Get this. 
Thank you. 
searching for Here, right here, my dear I don't have to look no more And all my days I've hoped and I pray For someone just like you Make me feel the way you do Never, never gonna give you up about you, girl, I just can't live without you, I'm never ever gonna quit, cause quitting just ain't my stick, I'm gonna stay right here with you, and do all the things you want me to, whatever you want, girl, you got it. You've given me much more than words that ever say And oh my dear, I'll be right here until my dying day I don't know just how to say all the things I feel I just know that I love you so and it gives me such a thrill Cause what this world is searching for Yeah, right here, my dear I don't have to look no more And all my days I hope and I pray For someone just like you Make me feel the way you do I'm never, never gonna give you up I'm never, ever gonna stop Stop the way I feel about you
I can't hear you Jay if you're talking
Jay, you there? I can't hear you.
40, rock a red man and naughty. Oh, with my kitty cat, half a brick of gate. In the bra with her titties at. And I'm living that whole life we push weight. Uh-huh. Fuck the state, ten fuck holes in Penn State. Listen close, Francis, the praying mantis. Attack with the mask, my left hand fit. Right hand grip on the whip for the smooth getaway. Player haters, get away, or my lead will spray. Squeeze off till I'm empty, don't tempt me. Only to hell I send thee, all about the Benji's. Try to get Therese back on the line. 
and uh, and uh, then we'll see what happens from there. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Uh oh. Four, seven, four, two, three, one, one, six, six. Hey, Therese, can you hear me? Okay, it looks like we lost we lost the rest. But we're gonna to try to call Stanley. Let's see here. In the meanwhile, let me throw some more music on. You know what? Twenty five years old now. Deep inside. Deep inside. Deep deep down
Okay, this is the weirdest and craziest show that I've had. Stanley Bennett Clay, can you hear me? Yes, I can, Javon. How are you, my dear? I am doing so well, but I'm doing, this is crazy. I can't get to rest. You, you, oh you can't my. get to what? To rest. She's my co-host. Oh, oh, yeah, all right. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Wow. So, so I'm going to try to bring her on again. Okay. Okay. Just to, just oh, to wow. see if we can make it happen. And I know I have a terrible echo, but I'm going to work that out, too. Hey, that's cool. As long as I can hear your voice. That's right. You know, we've been trying to work this out for weeks. I know, I know. Well, you know what? But you're, you're a very busy person. I'm a very busy person, and um, and that's a good thing. Okay. You know what we're gonna do? Yeah. What's that? We're just gonna have to work this out, and I'm gonna have to buy Therese dinner because for some I I, I can't get her. But thank you so much for hanging in. So how have you been? Oh man, I've been so crazy busy. How have you been? Yeah, it's the same thing. It's been, uh, you know, as as I mentioned to you uh, in in my text, I've been burning the candle at both ends, and uh, it's beginning to catch up with me. So tell me a little bit about what you've been up to. I mean, if you're if you've been busy, it's interesting busy. Well, well, you too. I mean, come on. I mean, you you do a lot of stuff, everything. But it's, you know, but but you know, busy is in business as usual. Um, I realized that I had a lot of projects that were unfinished, and I just have to sort of finish them up because I was getting positively uh, distracted by so many other things, uh, which was kind of nice. Uh, that I was working as an associate producer on a um, a new web series called The Love Tale. Uh, wow. which was written and, and produced by my, my dear friend, Sidra Smith, and uh, who happens to be Tasha Smith's twin sister. Yes, and, yes. Uh, <laughs> and it's so funny because when we walk down the streets, especially walking down the streets of Harlem and everything, they say everybody's coming up to her, oh, Tasha, Tasha. She said, no, I'm her twin sister. She said, and people say, no, you're lying. You know, you're <laughs> Tasha. You, just, you just shaved your head, you know, to disguise yourself, but you're really Tasha. She said, no, no, I'm not, you know, so it's, it's kind of funny. But yes, she's yes. written this uh, this incredible um, uh, web series that is actually based on a film that she did uh, a few years back, and uh, so she brought me in as an associate producer and also as a writer, and it's it's nice. kind of a um, a, a story about um, uh, three lesbians, uh, three black lesbians uh, in Harlem, and just their uh, the ins and outs of their everyday lives and their romances and things like that, and it's it's, it's really 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 nice. And I'm wow. very proud to be working on this. Yeah, I'm, so, you know so what? Then, I'm, I'm excited about that. I really didn't know much. Of that. I mean, really, honestly, this is the first I'm hearing about it. So oh, okay. I'm really okay. excited about that. When does the yeah. web series start? Um, I'm not sure. They're, they're trying to work out the uh, financial situation on it and everything. So they're, you know, they're in that part of that, that stage of it. But uh, it should be uh, resolved pretty soon. And uh, it should be a, a, just a matter of weeks. Wow, that's excellent. You know, Please so, keep keep us posted about that. You know, absolutely. Stanley, you have done so many interesting 
and wonderful things. You've made so many positive contributions to not only the black community, not only the LGBT community, but society at large. We don't, you know, really take time out to think about how one person's um, performance, life, accomplishments, how it um, actually impacts society as a whole, you know. And so, you know, I just wanted to, to say that publicly that oh, I well, personally appreciate, I appreciate you. And when I say legendary, because whenever I speak of you, I'm always like the legendary Stanley Bennett Clay, <laughs> you know. Wow. So and and that's for a reason. Oh, I want people to dang. Google it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want people well, to know and to understand. You know the sacrifices that you've made to stand up and say, "This is who I am. Take me or leave me." So if you could well, you tell know, the people a little bit about that. Well, well, you know what? I, I actually don't think think of those things as sacrifices. Um, uh, I, I think of them more as um, just, you know, my, my moral compass. Uh, there are things that I have to do. Uh, for, for instance, when when I more or less left the acting profession as a, um, um, you know, as a, a starring actor uh, back in the '80s, and I mean, it, it was very easy to leave it because of the pressure that was being put on me to hide my homosexuality, to, um, to you know, you have this chance to be out there and be a, a little sex symbol and go out with the girls and, and, and play that whole game. And I said, well, listen, you know, if, if that's what you expect me to do, well, then I can just walk away from this industry and, uh, because mm. I'm not doing that. You know, because, because I, I tried to do it for a little while, just a matter of weeks, and, and my partner <laughs> at the time, we'd been together for five years, and, mm-hmm. um, and, and it, it messed him up so much that, that um, he tried to commit suicide and had a nervous breakdown. Oh, and, my. And, and the impact that, that had on me, this is a man that I love, and the impact that it had on me was, was that, um, you know, I could have caused his death, you know, right. just by, by, by making that BS kind of move. So, uh, so you know, I, I just I called a friend of mine who was uh, with a, a, uh, a journalist on a newspaper and said, "Listen, I want to do this this whole story and everything." So he wrote the story, and you know, back in those days, nobody paid attention to it. You know, it was, it was so mm. funny. You know, but um, but hey, you know, you, you you have to do what you feel is the right thing because doing the wrong thing really feels bad. Right, it really does. You know, so you, you you have to do the right thing because it's not you know it can't be about money and fame and all those sort of things. It, it it has to be you facing your own consciousness, you facing your own heart, you facing your own um, um, moral situation. Right, right, yeah. absolutely. So you know, I want to talk mm-hmm. a little bit about just to give give people a little bit of background. Um, mm-hmm. I just I want to give you an opportunity to toot your own horn. For to say, you know, I guess I'll put okay. it like that. <laughs> so if you could just tell everyone um, about some of your your earlier acting um, accomplishments and your directing and screenplays and all, I mean, obviously you've done so much. You may not want to tell us well, everything, but yeah, you know. but you know, I mean, I'm I am I am really a busybody. Um, I, you know, I'm, I tend to be that kid in the sandbox that wants to play with all the toys, and mm. uh, that's what I do. I, you know, I, um, 
Um, I didn't plan to be an actor. Um, you know, I, I was uh, planning just to be a writer. I was uh, when I was in, in element, when I was in junior high school and high school. Uh, I was always the editor of the newspaper. And um, what happened mm. was that when I switched from one high school to the other high school, and they were looking at all the the uh, electric, the, what do you call it, the uh, I forgot what you call them. It's been so long ago. The the different uh, class options, and I was putting down different journalism classes that I wanted to take. And they said, well, you've taken so many of those, you got to find something else to take other than that. So there was this thing called play production. So I just signed up for it. And um, mm. next thing I know, it was it was it was a it was the senior acting class where the the students actually performed. And um, I remember my first performance was um, the the, uh, the end of the first week of school where we were you know in the auditorium, and all the kids were there, and I was standing up on stage giving a performance, uh, which wow. I had never really done you know in school before, and uh, the, the kids were applauding and laughing and all that kind of stuff, and. And I ended up being the star of the school, so you know wow. I was the star of every, of every production after that in, in the in the school. And um, you know it was I didn't plan to be an actor, but uh, I was. And then my teacher sort of, she had sort of a um, uh, how would you say it? Well, first of all, I, you know it was a it was a, a predominantly white school, uh, with a very small black popula- uh, black population, and. Um, uh, the black kids. I'm trying to figure out how to say it because it was sort of a a white um, lower class uh, population in the school, and the, the the minority black kids were all from a middle class upper middle class neighborhood called Delamo Hills in Carson, and we were bused into that school. So what happened was that the black ended up taking over every single position in the school because, quite frankly, they were more educated. Their, their parents were more educated and everything. So, the, you know, the, I, was, I was the editor of the school newspaper. I was the uh, president of the chess club. I was the, um, uh, the head of the play production uh, class. And the, um, the student body president was, was black. And, you know, we just kind of ran school. So, uh, you know, so we were the stars of it and everything. And, um, and my teacher, uh, who was white, and she kind of had a resentment towards me, and part of that came out of the fact that I was not used to people, especially adults, cursing me out. My parents had never said, I've, I've never heard my parents say a, a, a curse word to me, and um, it was just something that I was not used to. And, you know, just like coaches, drama teachers tend to use a lot of profanity, and mm. she was using this profanity, and, you know, and she was cursing the class out, you know, all this kind of stuff, which is really kind of normal. And, but it was not normal to me. So I said, excuse me, Mrs. Cook, um, if you're going to use language like that, you should be on the corner of Fifth and Main with all the rest of the tramps. <laughs> and, <laughs> wow. And she, she just became so angry, and she marched me to the principal's office. And uh, so, so I, you know, I explained to her, I, I told the principal, I said, I'm not used to being cursed at by adults. And, you know, and I don't think that she had the right to disrespect me in that way. So the principal didn't know what to do. And so, you know, I sat with him for a while, and then uh, she replaced me in a play in the school uh, that the, play was, uh, the school was putting on. And uh, the guy that she replaced me with uh, was not very good. So she came to the principal's office and asked me if I would, you know, uh, come back and be in the play. And I said, well, I don't think I want to be in the play. And she begged me and begged wow. me and begged me. And I said, no, 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 I don't, I don't think so. And she, then she got me. She said, well, listen. If you come back and do the the play, then next 
semester, I will put on Lilies of the Field and You Can Play the Lead. And she knew that my favorite actor of all time was Sidney Poitier. <laughs> so, 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 I, so I said, okay, you know, and went for it and, and ended up coming back and doing the play. And then the next season, uh, I ended up playing uh, Lilies of the Field. But she always resented me for that. And, um, and she, she said to me that, well, you'll, you'll never be a professional actor. I said, okay, all right, got it. So during the summer, you know, I, I did everything I could after I graduated to see what I could do to, to get into the acting profession. And finally, um, at the end of the summer, I finally got a, uh, an acting job that got me into Screen Actors Guild. That was 50 years ago. And so when I got my Screen Actors Guild card, I went back to the school uh, when the new semester started, went to her and showed her my card. I said, see, I am now a professional actor, a member of Screen Actors Guild. And wow. suddenly she forgot all the resentment that she had against me and everything. And uh, next thing I know, for the next uh, three or four years, she kept inviting me back to the school uh, to lecture to her class and to appear and, and say, yes, and he was my favorite student, and he was this and he was that, and, he, and we all knew he was going to be a star and all, all that kind of stuff. So it was, it was um, very interesting, to say the least. You know what? I, I always I have this saying, Stan, it's mm-hmm. um, live your life in such a way so that the people who give you a no come to you for a mm-hmm. yes. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Yes, exactly. And I believe that's, that's what you, your story kind of reminds me of. I think we mm-hmm. have Therese on the line now. Therese, are you with us? Oh, right. I'm here. Can you hear me? Oh, oh God, thank you so much. <laughs> Look, I've been trying to get you two together, and you, you, have no, you, you, uh, you have no idea what I'm going through right now to to make this work. Just... Think um, um, back in the 70s when you had that TV with the antennas and you put a little aluminum foil <laughs> on it, and then you have to stand and you have your little brother stand with his ankle out. and the, That's what I'm doing right now just to bring us together because <laughs> both of you are so special to me, and I wanted you two to connect. And so I'm gonna run, you might get a little echo. Hold on. Let's see. <laughs> but, but actually, the echo has gone away on my side. I got a, I got a little bit of I can lose weight doing this. I'm running up and down the stairs, y'all. Cheryl would be so proud. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, I just had to do the hand clap. Thank you so much. Well, Brother Stanley, I've been, I've been wow. looking at your beautiful face since the 70s. I love it. I love it. Oh, wow. One of my favorite Bedtime episodes. I love it. I love it. How are you? Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Wow. You know, just, just trying to do my, my job. Just back there trying to do my job. Yeah. And, and that, that, was, that, you it, that was so much fun. It was so much fun doing that show. You know, you know, everybody was just really, even though, I mean, there was a little tension because it was when J.J. was kind of becoming the, the big star on the show. And, and, uh, and so that was causing a little tension. But overall, it was just a, um, uh, a wonderful, wonderful experience. And, 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 and what I really loved about it was for many, many years after that, um, I was always um, uh, hanging with uh, Bernadette. And, in fact, she, she actually starred in my play Ritual, uh, oh, about maybe 20, uh, 15 years ago or something like that. And she's, wow. she's just such, I mean, she is as sweet as she is beautiful. 
Just oh, yeah. nice beautiful she is. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, Everybody yeah. had a crush on old Bernadette, a.k.a. Yeah. Everybody had a crush yeah, on her. Yeah, I think I still have that crush, but, you know. <laughs> and, she, and she still looks fabulous. It's, it's yes, like she does. she does not age. She yes, looks she really, does. really good. And and yeah. the thing that I love about her, you know, because usually, you know, a lot of those really, really pretty girls, they can be mean girls and everything, but she is nothing like that at all. She's modest. Oh, she's nice. sweet. She's just just a, just a sweetheart. I love her. Right. And you know what? Last year, I, just, I, I ran into Ralph Carter. Really? Oh, Ralph. Yeah, yeah. He, he came to see my play uh, that was on, uh, here on, uh, off Broadway. No, that was actually uh, two years ago. And he was there, so we just so we you know we we chewed the fat and everything and laughed and hugged and all that kind of stuff and it was just so great to see you. That is so cool. So so one of the reasons why I wanted to bring the two of you together is mm-hmm. because both of you, um, not only are you both talented and beautiful people, good people. Um, but as you both are very aware, and I wanted to do a Facebook Live while I did talk to both of you, it is just too much. I, I could barely get you all just to do this. I mean, you know, just to make this work, but I have to figure out my technical stuff. But um, I wanted people to understand and hear both of your perspectives on what's going on in the world politically, being that both of you have made – Certain uh, certain stances publicly um, around um, equal rights and and um, you know specifically the LGBT um, equality. Um, mm-hmm. Therese married Monifa live on R&B Divas, and as we all know, you made oh, wow. a stance and walked away from your lucrative acting career because on your principle of not wanting to fake it as you you know just described so when we look at what's going on politically now in this country um i'm I'm just wondering what i i was wondering in my head what a conversation between the two of you would sound like around that Oh wow! Well, I took yeah, you so both first, by uh, surprise with that one. <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> congratulations on your marriage to, to, to uh, Monita. How long have you guys been married? Uh, we've been married four years, going on uh, our fifth year. Wow! Great. Wait a second. Yeah. I think it was, we've been. Let's see. We got married um, three years ago. Okay. Okay. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, Same to you. Absolutely. Thank you. Tell me, and, how do you enjoy married life? Oh, married life is absolutely wonderful. I have to say, it is um, it is a commission to having your best friend, partner, uh, confidant rolled up in one. It's not easy, um, particularly mm-hmm. uh, for whatever you still encounter um, from people in the world. Um, uh-huh. But it is uh, definitely a blessing. Um, and thank you, too, for standing in your truth. And, you know, and I often say in listening to your story, because I was able to hear, even though you guys weren't able to hear me, um, you know, it's, it's funny because when I put it to people this way, like um, I could have ruined a lot of lives walking in uh, something other than my truth. But I chose mm-hmm. not to do that. Um, I chose to be honest. I chose to be clear. I chose to, to honor my truth. 
and not ruin lives in the process of, of um, doing something that was against my, my moral compass. So I congratulate yeah. you as hard as that can be. Anyone that stands in their truth and, and at the risk of whatever, you know, mm-hmm. I applaud you because, you know, it's, it's kind of like the LGBT Kaepernick. You know, you're risking a lot and people don't understand for the next person behind you to be able to stand firm in theirs, you know. Exactly, and and you know, I mean, the the thing is that I don't know if it's that hard to stand in your truth, because the the alternative to that is to live a complicated life of lies, and 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 you have to always watch your back and and and, and consider that I can walk walk up straight and walk forward knowing that I am walking in my truth, and you know, it's it, it, it's funny even to this day. I find it very interesting that, that there are still so many people that don't know that I'm gay. And sometimes I, I feel like I just need to wear a sign and say, I am gay. You know, just don't mistake me for being heterosexual. I am not heterosexual. You know, but, but I still find that that is something that, um, um, and that's an easy thing for me to do. It, it, it's like me saying that, you know, if, if I were light-skinned and people who said, well, you know, are you white? No, I am black. I am right. black. That is my truth, right. you know. So, so truth is easy, I think. Right, I do. I believe that as well. However, you know, I I can also say that um, people will challenge your truth in areas mm-hmm. that affect you. You know, I'm 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 not going to say I don't know the challenge of um, someone telling you to not walk in it for the purpose of uh, financial recourse. For the it's a lot of things, mm-hmm. you know, spiritual, religious. You know, it goes in a lot of boxes. You know, um. Why yeah. people don't want you to be in your skin, you know, and to that, you know, I agree with you. You know, you have to stand up because the consequences to not are so devastating, you know, that how could you not? However, I do understand, yeah. though, you know, and have a large, you know, I even have some friends that are electing another position based on what they feel to, that they have to sacrifice is too much, you know. Yeah. And sometimes it's family, it's relationships, it's, you know, it's a lot of things. So, you know, and I don't because, you know, I'm, you know, I'm strong and I'm here, I'm queer, get used to it. However, I had to learn that, you know, that can be at the risk of some people's lives. So, um, yes. yeah, I, I, you know, it, it, it's real, you know, out here. And it's unfortunate out here. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, politically, the way this country is moving with some of the elected officials, like, does everybody get out and vote, get these clowns out of office? That oh, thank you. That, thank are, you. that are challenged by anything different than them. Because in order for them to exist, they can't. They have to be the only ones, which is absolute and total crap. We all know that. Um, yeah. You know, we just have to. We have to mobilize and get get everybody that does not believe in diversity, inclusion, and equality out of office. Like there's no room yes. for that in this country, ever. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yeah. And you know, and and also, you know, I, I must confess that. It is. It has been probably easier for me than it has been for for most of my brothers and sisters out there um, who are same gender loving, because I once again grew up in an industry that is so um, gay friendly and 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 lesbian friendly and and same gender loving friendly. The the, the motion picture industry um, is is um, so gay. It's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> you know, and and so it, so there was always that protection because I I existed in that community, 
And it was it was okay that you know I, I would bring my boyfriend to the set with me when I was working and uh, and uh, you know and introduce him around and all, all that kind of stuff and and it was fine you know um, but it, the outside world I know it's, it's it's a little different because occasionally when I would step out into that with my, with my proudly gay ass it, it was like you know <laughs> listen you can't run around and, and just tell everybody I said well, well why not right right you know that's who I am. Right. You know, my name is right. Stanley. I can, my name is not Joe, so I'm not going to run around and say I'm Joe. Right. <laughs> are you, what coast are you on these days? Excuse me? What coast are you on these days? Oh, I'm on, uh, I'm in New York. I've been here oh, for nice. eight years now. Yeah, I love I New York. As am I, as am I. And I'm not far. <laughs> I work in New York, live in New Jersey, you know. So oh, okay. you know what we we need to we need to obviously get together. And Therese, I feel like I gotta I gotta buy you dinner now or something, cause girl, I, I apologize. I know I drive you crazy with this podcast, but I thank you, you so much for hanging die. in there with me. Oh. Yo, this is my trooper ride and die. What? Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. So, you know, one thing that we we have to do, and I I feel like, and and Stanley, thanks for talking about that um, Hollywood gayness. Now I know what I should have been doing with my life. I should have been in Hollywood. I should have been an actress or something, directing folks. Not too late. Not too late. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's never too late. I don't know. I don't know what little short role I'm going to get, but (laughs) Therese gets that pun because... um, she knows um, I, I'm vertically challenged, but um, okay. yeah, yeah. When you we we gonna we gonna meet up. We are gonna meet up, and and y'all gonna you gonna see Stanley. But I'd like to yeah, I'd like to do something, you know, um, to help motivate people to vote. There's only like a couple of weeks left to get people registered. I called I had a call uh, no. for Sprint because of something with my phone bill and um I was talking to this young lady and she was so nice. She had a southern accent. So I was like, Well, where are you from? I mean it was taking so long, we might as well get to know each other. And right, she was right. from Lu- Louisiana. And I was like, Well y'all voting down there, y'all getting ready to vote and she's like, Oh Miss I, I don't I don't vote And I could you uh. could tell that she was a black woman, a young black woman, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. almost fell off my chair. I was like, well, you, you don't vote, oh why not? Gosh. And she was like, well, they're going to do what they want to do anyway. And, you know, I went in. I said, okay, I'm not your mama, but I'm your auntie right now. This is what we're going to do. you gonna get you going to get yourself registered to vote. So there's just a lot of people still out there. If I could get that one random person. I know she's not the only one, mm-hmm. and I found her. Right. You know, I stumbled upon her. But we need to do something, you know. So I know that my biggest reach, my longest reach, is social mm-hmm. media. I think particularly probably Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. People tend to watch those Facebook lives, especially when I have, you know, someone's name that's familiar that they probably know. On um with me on the Facebook Live and and you know not that I want to keep you all for hours, but just you know a few minutes of a talk about why it's important for us to vote now and how come our our voices are tied to our votes and why it's important that our voices are heard. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, well, well, I mean, it it is so 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 important uh, to go, and 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 I do what you do. I I use social media to to try to get the word out and try to encourage people as much as possible. And I mean, I don't think a, a day goes by that I don't put up something that is uh, politically encouraging. Um, you know, it, it just feels like my duty because, and I know people may get tired of of some of the things that I say and I put out there and everything, but. I don't care so much about people getting tired of it as opposed to possibly reaching one more person. That becomes the right. most important thing to me because we do have to get out there and vote. I mean, you know, all we have to do is, just, is is look at what is happening with this this um, uh, Judge Kavanaugh situation. Oh my God! And yeah. and I think the the great the the good thing about that is that I think that it is truly motivating the female vote because this right. is a man that is getting ready to to challenge. Uh, the reproduction rights of a woman, and and all and what is it? The, the entire Republican committee is, is it's all men that that are right. going to try to push this guy through so that he can in turn uh, destroy a Roe versus Wade forever, and we yeah. cannot allow this to happen. And I think what it's doing is it is motivating women, um, and and even white suburban women who would otherwise vote. Uh, Republican to come in and revolt uh, Democratic. So there is some movement, but there's still not enough. Right. 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 Yeah, this is it's, it's really, really important. I don't know whether or not people really grasp the urgency that's necessary right now around voting and getting mm-hmm. their voices heard. Um I, you know, I I want to meet up with you guys eventually if I can, if I if we can figure out a time so that I could meet up with you and we could do a quick video. Um, Absolutely. That I would could post all over the world. Um, That'd be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. I, I I think I'm gonna do that. I think I'm gonna set up a date. I don't know when, but I I guess it would make more sense for me to come to to New York. Um, um, or wherever you all are going to be, and just start videotaping as many people as I can, um, and put some. Maybe I'll maybe I'll I'll do something like that. Make like a little collage, uh, you know, Rez. And and actually, oh. you too, Stanley. I mean, gosh, what mm-hmm. am I thinking? You're a you're a, a writer, director, a screenplay. I mean. That's mm-hmm. an actor. You do that's what you do. You Hollywood. What am I thinking? I'm like I'm I'm always thinking that I'm gonna take it on myself and I'll just I'll just uh-huh. have to, you know, go out there and just do it. But um there's a reason why well, we're all a... here together connected. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We should do something like that. Just and just just do it. Um get together, get some get some cameras and stuff and, and just just you know, put it out there. Shoot, get it shoot out. It there. out. Yeah, yeah, let's yeah. let's do that. Voters campaign. Exactly. Mm-hmm. When if if it's cool with y'all, when we finish this call here, when we finish this uh-huh. podcast, which will be okay. in a few minutes, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to do a a text between the three of us, if that's okay. Okay. Yes, absolutely. And then we can we let's can set it. that up. And, yeah, yeah, and where where are you in New York? I'm I'm between Brooklyn and Manhattan, Harlem. Oh, 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 Harlem. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, I'm not that. I'm I'm in the Bronx. Okay. Oh. And I'm and I'm always in Harlem. And my okay. family's from I the Bronx, and in... I know how to get to Harlem. <laughs> oh. Yeah. 
yeah. So so we could do that. You know what what would be cool? We just pick a day or an evening and meet mm-hmm. up at a restaurant in Harlem. Because I'm always down to Sounds eat. Good. <laughs> and then um, yeah. I'll, I'm just a little fatty. And then um, I mean, I meant to say a foodie, but you know, <laughs> it's all it all translates the same. But um, okay. and I'll bring some cameras. And some lights, okay. and we can we can make that happen. We just wow. got to pick a day. Yeah, yeah. And well, if you look, have um, um, people who have a name or a face that might be familiar and um, that will inspire people, um, mm-hmm. you know, if they're available and willing, let's have them well, come. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that I, that I can definitely get Sidra in on this. So let's do it. I know, um, Therese, you know her also, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, so. Yeah, let's get as many people as we can. Yeah, she's got a lot of pull with a lot of people. Yeah, we can do a short one and then we can do another one later. You know, I I just want I just feel like there's a sense of urgency right now that we um, figure out something and get together. What do you think about next, next Saturday? Um, I know I have something planned next Saturday. I'm not sure of what time. Okay. I have to be where okay. I have to be, but I can um I can get I can I can figure it out. We can we can make it work. Sunday is better for me. What about okay. you, Rez? That's, yeah. Hey, hey, I will make it work. I'm in town, I will make it work. Okay, groovy. So Ooh. let's let's set something up for next Sunday. Okay. okay. Sounds good. All right, we just have to figure yeah. out a time and a place. All right, so I want everybody who's listening to this show to please be inspired. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if you have a way of getting people within your reach to vote, make it do what it do. This is so important. Um, I'm sorry about the technical issues that we had today. I'm doing my best to work it out. At least I found a little trick that seems to have worked. (laughs) So okay. now I know in case of an emergency what I need to do. I need to leave the basement, which is also so hard for me to do. But I need to leave the basement and be creative throughout the rest of the house. And it's working today because Cheryl is, is doing yoga, but, you know, um, wow. I don't know if it's going to work every day, but we're we going to make it work. We're going to make it do what it do. Um, okay. Therese, as always, thank you for, for hanging in there with me, baby. I love you. Absolutely. And when we when we do meet, your meal yeah. is on me. And um, Stan, <laughs> yes, Therese, and and this uh, this is so wonderful meeting you finally, and everything. Thank so you. so I'm I'm looking forward to, to to seeing both. I'm looking forward to seeing both of you in person. Yes, Absolutely. I know. And I've been talking, Therese. I've been talking you up to Stanley. I've been doing it vice versa because it's just something mm-hmm. that I feel like has. Um, needed to happen. So I'm glad that oh, we got you. the link up and I cannot wait till Sunday. I have something to look forward oh, to. I love it. Oh, that's Definitely. super dope. I am Definitely. excited. Thank you. Do you have a good suggestion for, for, for maybe a good Harlem restaurant? Let's yeah, you know something? Let's chat offline because yeah, yeah okay. I, I let's think, do that. I think I will yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's do that. And great. um I need to but pick even, a even, song. Even if, even, you know, the interesting thing about it, though, even if we let people know, we might be surprised by how many other people we just may just show up and come to the restaurant. 
Well, true. we could get that out there once. We could get that out there. Let, let's let's oh, talk yeah. about it first, and then we'll we'll okay. we'll let them know. Okay. They're, they're, yeah, we keep it running. Keep them. Keep yeah, them guessing. absolutely. And then we'll have the grand yeah. reveal, maybe. You know? Okay. That could Sounds be fun. Good. Mess around it and and say it now. We won't be able to get in it. <laughs> exactly. We. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's right. what happened. I was like, wait a second. Everybody's here to see us, but we can't even get a seat. <laughs> you know? <laughs> we'll, 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 make, we'll, we'll, we'll make our reservations early and then maybe we can do the reveal. You know, and everything. Yeah. Because, yeah. you know, hey. And especially because, see, I'm thinking that, you know, especially if other people bring cameras too. This and, is true. And. And we, you know, we we encourage them to, you know, to, yeah, yeah, to take pictures, to, you know, to, to shoot some stuff, put it on 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 uh, line, get it out there. Yes. Yeah, you know, everybody's gonna come with their video cameras and stuff. Any, I mean, well, their phones yeah. and it, it's gonna it's exactly. gonna make it do what it do. Yeah, yeah, and that's just that's just you know the, the power of the people. Yes, and I have absolutely. A lot of respect for the power of the people. You know, and politicians. Yes. You know, let yeah. them let them help us get the word out. You know what? You just gave me my song, my ending song. Now I gotta look it up. I'm not gonna speak anymore because I'm getting that echo. Because I'm in the basement again. Okay. But um. Uh oh. Now I have to make it sexy. <laughs> thank you both so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you, my dear. All right, so we'll, we will be in touch uh, shortly, right? Yes. Okay. All right, looking forward to it, ladies. All right. Thank you. Have a good one. Okay, bye-bye. 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 And guess what, everybody? <laughs> it's not over.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.